Welcome to the Enlighten Up Podcast. I am your host, Nicole Frolic, and I invite you to cozy up with me each week as I explore all aspects of the spiritual journey, spiritual biohacking, and expanding the mind beyond this reality. Remember that the collective awakening can start by planting one seed. So thanks for being such an amazing audience and sharing these shows with your family and friends. So without further ado, let's jump right into the episode and find out what we're discovering today. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Enlighten Up podcast. I am so happy to be here with all of you today. I have a super special show lined up for you. I have my friend Lala Deaton here with me. Uh, Lala is a Nashville-based pop country and big band jazz singer and songwriter. Uh, Lala's music journey took her to Nashville at the age of 18 to attend the prestigious music school, Belmont University, where she acquired a degree in music business. And after graduating, Lala took a job and has had a successful career in journalism, but couldn't avoid the calling back to her first love, music. And, you know, Lala, welcome to the show. It's so uh, great to have you here with me. And, you know, we met, we met in Sedona. We did. We did. Yeah. um, That was a fun, that was a fun time. And it was so cool to uh, meet everyone that was out there. It was, it was a really great group and of lots of different personalities. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And you, um, one of the great things about like what you've done, you did a really cool project. Uh, you had your song, Where We Go, When We Go All. And it is yeah. such a beautiful song. And Thank you. Yeah, you've gotten quite a, quite a few views on that. Mm-hmm. What, what brought that all about? Um, COVID? No. <laughs> <laughs> um. I actually, I wrote that during COVID um, when we were on lockdown, Um, but that came about because um, it just came from a a place inside of me. I I wanted to, um, I wanted to contribute in my own way um, and try to do something that could potentially uh, unite us, all of us that are are like-minded and um, kind of know what's what's been going on um, with everything in the world. And um, so I decided to write that song. It actually kind of came about very organically. I was just sitting down one day. I wasn't planning on writing um, that particular song. But um, when I started messing around in, in my, uh, my Logic recording program, messing around with some loops, um, before you, before I knew it, I I was starting to sing that chorus, and um, and I was just thinking about everything that was happening, and the lyrics just started coming to me, and yeah, I wrote it, and I called my my friend Ryan Rossabo, he's a producer here in town, and I said I would really love to get this song out by Fourth of July, um, because I think that people people need it right now. And um, so I got in the studio with Ryan and we recorded it. And then I ended up premiering it on Edge of Wonder on July 3rd. And it went viral on Facebook and Instagram. So yeah, it's it's been pretty cool. Well, it's been pretty... Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful song. And I mean, it's all about, you know, there's so much separation happening in the world. There's so much division that's, that's happening. And there's suppression of a lot of things. And your video, that song was just, it's so upbeat, and it's really catchy. And I think it was a great way to kind of take a movement that a lot of people are, you know, following and participating in that's really just about bringing the power back to the people right. and bringing everyone together. Right. You know, exactly. We're, we've been, we've, well, I mean, since everything's kind of shut down and we've gone through this whole year, 2020 has been such an interesting year. And now we find ourselves on the cusp of the holiday season and a lot of people are being forced to stay at home not be with their families. People are scared. 
Um, it's a really interesting time because we know how much we know how much faith in God, faith in faith in something higher than us, a higher power, whatever you want to call it, the universe, the creator. Um, how important that is in times when there is so much fear, when there mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, a lot of destruction has happened this year. There's been, unfortunately, deaths and sickness. Right now is the time where people really need family. They need unity. They need people who love them around them. And also to celebrate, you know, what the birth of Jesus uh, at Christmas time is a very pivotal point in humanity. How have you been handling what's been going on um, for the leading up to the Christmas season? You know, it's, it is tough. I mean, we do, we do need that. um, We do need that sense of of family and and unity more now than, than ever, I believe. And this, everything that's been going on has been so incredibly divisive. Um, It's just really disheartening. Uh, I personally am very close to my family and my family canceled Christmas this year. So normally I would be going home to Maryland and for Christmas. And I think this will be the first time in probably 25 years that I haven't spent Christmas with my family. Um, so it's tough. And I know a lot of people in this, in this same boat, I've heard, um, from a lot of my friends personally that will not be spending Christmas with their families, will not be going home. I think we're gonna end up having just kind of a, a bunch of us friends getting together and, and um, you know, being, being family for each other during this time. Um, but it's, it's really a tough situation, you know, all across the board, especially around the holidays though, when um, a lot of people just in general, feel lonely anyway. And then with everything that's going on, it's really a challenge, um, especially for people who, who deal with that on a, on a serious level and have suicidal thoughts. Because I know, I know some people that are going through some really um, serious mental health issues with everything that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. So it's- yeah, it's hard. It is hard. It's really hard. I've, I've personally, I've spent Christmas alone once and it's really difficult. Uh, I had to work that Christmas day. I was living in another country. This was when I was um, down in the islands and I had to work that day and I came home and it really, I came home to an empty house. Um, I had a roommate at the time, but he was he was visiting his family off island for Christmas and it was depressing. I was I cried. I cried on the couch and um, it's really lonely. And I think I think there's going to be a lot of that this year um, for people, unfortunately. But I think also that more than ever, this is where we have to really pull together. I think this is where we have to get creative and find ways to be there for one another, like you said, with your friends, because this is the time of year where there should be hope. This is the time of year where there should be like laughter and cheer and... um, I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to sugarcoat family events. We all know that there's triggers at family events at holiday times and all of that. I mean, it wouldn't yeah. be family if there wasn't. But there's something yeah, some comforting. people might be happy that they're not spending <laughs> Christmas with their family or the holidays with their family. Yeah. But I think too, more than ever too, I almost want to for me, I kind of want to put in the extra effort to kind of stick it to the powers that really want us to not be with our family on Christmas, you know, like not have us celebrate, not have us be in joy. It's almost like I just want to make sure that I go to extra lengths to (laughs) make this Christmas as happy and as cheerful as I possibly can. Amen, sister friend. (laughs) I agree. I agree. So, um, 
So how did how did this album come about? Because guys, in the audience, um, just so you know, Lala is going to give us a live song. She's going to play one live, then I'm going to play one of her songs for you. Her voice is so amazing. Um, you, you have this voice that comes straight out of like the 40s. And I swear you definitely had a past life then. You must have been a singer or been in music then because it's so palpable. Well, I definitely feel like I was. <laughs> um, yeah. So a little bit about this this album. It's a, it's a Christmas album. And uh, all of the songs on the album are uh, reminiscent of that, that era, the 1940s, big band, swing jazz, you know, Frank Sinatra, Ella Fitzgerald, all of the great crooners that we remember. Um, everything is reminiscent of that era. All of the songs on the album are original. I, I co-wrote all of them. Um, but my, my uh, so, so backing up a little bit, um, back in 2011, I wanted to give my parents something for Christmas. I'm sorry, this was 2012. Um, I wanted to give my parents something for Christmas that um, would be different and special. And the reason that I feel like, part of the reason that I feel like I have this love for that era of music is because of my parents. Um, they loved the swing big band music. And so that's all they played in, in the house growing up. So I basically grew up on all of that swing big band jazz, um, as well as I, I found rock and roll radio when I was three years old. And so that was a big influence on me too. So I started listening to that. But my parents specifically loved the swing big band jazz and that's what they would play in the home. And so I just grew up on all of that music and I absolutely loved it. Um, and I loved all of the lush harmonies of the Andrew sisters and the McGuire sisters. And um, so I, I started really um, getting into harmonizing when I was very, very young, like five, six years old. And um, so fast forward 2012, I wanted to give something special to my parents for Christmas. And I thought, how cool would it be to try and write a Christmas song that uh, would be reminiscent of that music that they love and try to make it sound like it's something that came out of that era. So I wrote, I wrote this song with my co-writer and, um, and then went in and recorded it. And I actually gave that to, I, I took it home to give to my parents for Christmas that year. The sad thing is, sad in some ways, happy in other ways, but my father passed away on the end of the Mayan calendar that year. It was December 21st, 2012. And he never got to hear uh, the, the song that I wrote, not in his earthly body, but he, he graduated on and um, I, I gifted the song to my mother that Christmas and over the next year, um, my co-writer and I started writing more Christmas songs. Actually, I don't think it was that next year. I think the following Christmas, I was going to make a pop, pop album. That's what it was. And we decided right in the middle of my crowdfunding campaign to switch gears and do a Christmas album. So I reached out to all of my uh the people that had contributed to my Indiegogo campaign and asked them if they would be okay with me doing a fund it using the, the money that had come in to fund a Christmas album instead. And everyone was cool with that. And so we moved forward with just starting to write the Christmas album and ended up uh, writing 
15 songs for the album. And um, so it's been a really cool uh, experience and a cool process. It's not like going into the studio and recording, you know, my, my pop country album that I recorded back in 2016. This has been completely different um, because we're talking full on big band, all of the horns, um, uh, you know, strings and orchestra. Um, and it's just been a really, really grand project. Um, just from getting the, 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 all of the horn arrangements done and the string arrangements, um, getting all of the these the top-notch musicians together that came in mm -hmm. to play and um, doing it out of Nashville too because this kind of music is not uh, Nashville is not known for this kind of music usually this kind of music comes out of New York or LA yeah you know not not Nashville Tennessee yeah um, what so does it's been pretty I cool I've gotten a lot of good great industry feedback and the president of the Nashville Songwriters Association International, um, who's been the the uh, the president for shoot probably I don't know twenty five years or so, he's held that position. And and when he heard this album, he said this is probably one of the best things I've heard to come out of Nash Nashville in the last twenty years. So um, so yeah, well, it's been it's been really fun to yeah take this project on. I love it. I remember when you um, when you gave it to us to listen to a song like you played a little version of it in our in our group chat. And uh -huh. it was just like, as soon as I, I hit the play, I'm like, whoa, it just hit me like your music just really. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And um, it's so happy. Like it just, it, it makes your cells just want to sing and dance. And, 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 and I love it so much. And of course, we're going to play some later. Uh, oh, that I, was another thing. When we, when we set out to write the album, we decided from the very beginning that there was not going to be any depressing songs, no sad Christmas songs on the album. Everything was going to be happy. And, and we accomplished that. <laughs> you definitely did. And this all the more reason why everyone should be playing this this Christmas in their home, because, you know, I played it for my parents uh, over the weekend and they loved it. They oh, love the music and it's so classic. It's it just takes you back. You know, it's got it's got obviously it's got a huge nostalgic feel to it. And I think in today's world where everything seems to be cheapened, you just kind of took everything back into this very classic, classy, nostalgic, feel good kind of place. And I think that's the kind of vibration and energy we all need right now at this time of year. Like I really do. Yes, and, I and agree. Thank you. I, 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 um, one of the things that I wanted to do um, one of the things that I noticed about Christmas music, if you listen to Christmas radio, you hear, you hear the old classics, you hear all the, the 1940s crooner um, standards. And then you've got your, um, your really time stamped 80s Christmas songs that you'll hear every year on the radio. And you've got the Beatles thrown in there. You've got the Beach Boys thrown in there. And then you'll hear, you know, like, you know, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. And a few, you know, um, Last Christmas by Wham and, or yeah. And uh, just, you know, it's kind of a, a hodgepodge, but no one, there's been no one that has, attempted to write new songs that sound like those old standards mm -hmm. that don't sound that, that it sounds time stamped, but it sounds time stamped like the old classics, the nostalgic feeling, you know, white Christmas and it's the most wonderful time of the year and baby it's cold outside. I've got a duet. I've got two duets on the album. Um, one's called baby you're on my list. It's kind of like my baby, it's cold outside. I've got another one called I've Got a Thing for Santa, which is kind of like my Santa baby. And, um, 
you know, I, I feel like I kind of hit all of the different, um, stylistically, all of the different, um, uh, styles of that era. Um, hopefully. So it's, it, it's been a challenge, um, but it's been a wonderful challenge to create something like this that uh, will hopefully stand the test of time. And that's what I was hoping with this album is that it would be something that kids could grow up with, like I grew up with. There are certain albums that I will never forget, you know, certain Christmas albums that I grew up with that I still to this day will get out and play. And it's, you know, it's part of part of my soul and part of um, the history of Christmas for me, so to speak. So I'm hoping that my album can be that for some other kids that are, mm -hmm. you know, growing up with music in their household. Well, why don't I play one of your songs right now for everyone? And okay. um, I'll play... Um, We'll play. Let's see. I've got it here. Um, Santa Claus is making his rounds. So okay. for everyone, for everyone out there. Um, oh wait, 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 wait. One, one second. I is this the something. video? Yeah, I've got to do something here. Of course. Um, yeah, there we go. Yeah, this is the video. So I'm gonna play it right now for you guys, so you can hear her amazing voice. He's throwing it on The workshop's closing down It's time for Santa Claus to make his rounds Mrs. Claus says she's exhausted Tucks in the elves She plants a kiss on hubby's lips And bids him farewell Her only lonely night in North Pole town Is when Santa Claus is making his rounds The reindeer are ready so giddy to deliver the toys in the sleigh So set up the cookies, he's heading your way The kids will be dreaming, their eyes will be gleaming on Christmas Day He pulls the reins, the sleigh bells ring, he lifts to the sky Nobody on the naughty list, the books left behind He'll hit every home and every town Yes, Santa Claus is making his rounds Oh my gosh. That was awesome. 
Oh, wow. Okay. So let me just, um, let me just close that because my computer for some reason is slowing everything down here. So I'm sorry that there was a little bit of a, a, la a pause on that, but what did you guys think of it? What did you guys in the chat think of that? The sounds pristine. I feel like I'm at a live show. My kids love it. The whole album is good. Anita loves it. Yeah. So beautiful. You know, oh, it's Anita. Hey, Anita. <laughs> <laughs> so that is just like a great taste of what that album is like. It's so fun. And for me personally, I'm going to be doing some Christmas baking tomorrow. So I'll be pay playing your album in my kitchen for sure. Yes. But like, I'm curious, um, Lala, what was, what does Christmas mean for you? Like, what does it mean for you? Like, why is it special for you? And you wanted, like, I mean, I know that you wanted to gift your parents this, but what is Christmas for you? Um, well, I, you know, I grew up in a, in a Christian home. And so, um, the story of Jesus obviously is a, is uh, Christmas has always been centered around, uh, Jesus's birth, Jesus's birthday, um, for me. And, um, so there are two songs on the album and actually I'm going to play one of them for you. Um, that is that, that are both about the, the birth of, of the baby Jesus. Um, and I'll tell you the story of the one before I play it. Um, cause it's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty, it's not a unique idea. Actually, it's a, it's an idea that's, that a song has been written about before, but, but we, we took it and did a completely different twist on it. Um, but yeah, Christmas has always been about um, family. And for me, it was very magical too. Um, I love the whole, the, the magic of, of believing in Santa Claus. That's, always been a really, really big thing for me. It was a big thing for me as a kid. I don't remember when I found out that, um, you know, about Santa, but I don't want to say anything in case there are any kids listening right now. I wouldn't want to spoil anything, but um, uh, as an adult, it's been a lot of fun with uh, nieces and nephews just to, to see that, that magic live on and the whole, the belief in Santa Claus and, and the magic of the season. I love that. So I much. know, you know, it's funny when you're, when you're saying that, I don't, I don't know if I've ever told you guys the story before, but to this day, I still don't have a logical answer. And um, if my dad knows he has held on to it for 43 years or well, not 43, because it was probably, I was probably like maybe, I want to say six, seven, or eight years old, maybe. And Ooh, tell us the story. I <laughs> so it was Christmas Eve, and I was, of course, like staying up all night to wait for Santa to come down. I was, I was determined to meet Santa, <laughs> and I uh, would, I was watching out the window, looking up at the sky, trying to see if I could see him in his sleigh with his reindeer, and I would keep you know, going downstairs and I would look and like there were no gifts under the tree and the tree was still empty and I'd go back up to bed. Like everyone was in bed, you know, my parents were in bed, my sisters were in bed, my brother was in bed. And uh, I was just waiting and waiting. And then I was lying in bed, you know, I was starting to get sleepy and all of a sudden I heard movement on the roof and I heard bells. And Ooh. I was, I just got... <gasps> You know, like as a kid, I'm like, Santa's here, Santa's here. And I was like, okay. But then there was the part of me, he's like, maybe you shouldn't go down there because if you go, he'll disappear. And like, you know, maybe you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to disturb him, you know, trying to be a good kid. And I literally heard reindeer hoofs on the rooftop. And I remember hearing bells. And I remember after like a few, I don't know, maybe like 10 minutes or so, it was all done. And I went downstairs and the tree had all these presents underneath it. 
And I don't know what tricks were pulled that night or what, but I will never forget that as a kid. It still lives within me. I'm going to hold on to my truth as the eternal truth and I'm taking it to my grave. <laughs> I love it. But I love it, was, it. it was just like, to me, it was the best thing. And I, you know, I, I love that. And I love that it still is alive in me. I think my inner child loves that that's still alive in me. I remember that night crystal clear, like clear as day. Sometimes, you know, so many things um, that we have, uh, you know, that we've been told were conspiracy theories over the years now that I know are not, now that I know they're not conspiracy theories, one of the things that I really hope is not a conspiracy theory is Santa Claus. <laughs> I so would true. love for Santa to be real. <laughs> you know, I am convinced that the, that Santa is real, um, that there is obviously a moment in time in our human uh, timeline where that actually existed to some degree, maybe not the way it's commercialized in mid in movies and things like that. But uh, I do believe in, in that. And I think, you know, there's something really magical from a child perspective and even an adult perspective. I think what's really nice, one of the things that I really love about Christmas is that make-believe kind of energy that comes in, that anything's possible and that we can kind of hold on to that that story. And I don't know, to me, there's something really beautiful about it. Some people are like, oh, you know, like, just let it go. And, and I'm like, bah humbug. Like, where's your where's your inner child? Where's, where's your fun spirit? Where is this part? And, you know, for me on a spiritual level, when I look at my meditations and I, and I see what I see and I'm like, you know, anything's possible. And right. I love being in that place of infinite possibility and creativity. And hey, we're constantly told you're the master creator of your reality. What timeline do you want to create? And right now, like, yeah, Santa flew on my, landed on my roof. Right. <laughs> I love that. That's great. Yeah, I've had some... Um experiences with my nieces and nephews where, um, uh, you know, where, where some of the family members uh, got up on the roof and, and made a little bit of a ruckus. Of course, they couldn't simulate the, the reindeer's hooves, though. So your story sounds like it may have actually happened. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. My dad's pretty creative. Um, and he he'll go to great lengths to, um, to pull things off. Uh, but I, I, I think it could be, well, you know, here's the thing. I think that's one of the other beautiful things about Christmas is it brings alive the spirit of the child within each of us. Yes. And I love that about Christmas. Um, I know not everyone has the greatest memories of Christmas. It's not that great for everyone. But when I, when I personally think of it, to me, it is a beautiful time to bring the spirit of children alive. It's all about the birth of Jesus um, and bringing that Christ consciousness energy to to the um, planet and bringing hope in a time at that time. There was a lot of chaos. There was a lot of division. There was a lot of battles happening at that time. And I feel like one of the best ways that we can exit the chaos that we're seeing right now is to connect with that childlike spirit of Christmas right now to bring hope alive to bring infinite possibility alive like isn't that the most amazing energy to connect with right now most most definitely I agree there's something about um that even you know just seeing it in the children around us as an adult to me for me that that stimulates the inner child within myself and it brings, brings it up, it brings it back up. And um, yeah, I think it's a, it's a beautiful thing. The imagination of a child, you know, is such a powerful thing. And when we can harness that within ourselves, it's very powerful for us too. Yeah. Christina Love just um, in the chat said, may you never be too grown up to search the skies on Christmas Eve. I, oh, I love that, Christina. Yeah, I love that too. It's so beautiful. That's beautiful. 
And, you know, I was just with my niece a couple days ago, and I dropped this in the Discord chat for, um, I think it was YouTube, uh, the YouTube Discord chat. And her and I were walking to the park hand in hand, and we were talking about Santa, and um, she's four years old. And I said, to, we were talking about, we were, I said to her, I said, you know, I may have uh, spoken to Santa and had a little chat with him uh, on a sleigh. And she's like, no, you didn't. You couldn't have. And I was like, yeah, I could. And she's like, no, because he's where all the planets and the aliens are. <laughs> wow. And I looked at her okay. and I was like, oh, yeah. I said, how do you know that? And she's like. I know everything. <laughs> and she probably does. <laughs> and it was just the sweetest thing. And I, oh, you know, Christmas really is about the ch ch children. It really is. And I think, you know, right now, if there's anything that we could all do, even if you can't be around children, is just connect with that childlike spirit within you to bring to life some magic, bring to life some hope. Because when I look at what's kind of happening in our world right now, I feel very confident that things are going to work out. And I know without a doubt, it's going to be fine. How we get there, I'm not exactly sure. I, I, I think there's going to be so many twists and turns. None of us are going to be able to figure it out. But I think during these times, though, in order to help that outcome come to come into play, we have to, we have to have some playfulness here. We have to get out of the serious mode. We have to have a little fun and have a little cheer and lighten up this 2020 year that's been one damn heavy load to carry. Right, we need a little Christmas. We do need a little Christmas. <laughs> so on that note, do you wanna tell us about the song that you wanna sing for us um, live? Sure. Um, so this is one of, there are two songs on the album that are actually not uh, really in the, the, the swing big band vibe. Um, they're more kind of like the Silent Night or Mary Did You Know vibe. Um, and so this is one of those songs. And like I said, it is about the birth of the baby Jesus. Um, it's, it's about Mary and Joseph's journey to Bethlehem to have baby Jesus. And the way this song came about, I was actually sitting in the writing room with my co-writer um, this one evening. And, and he said, I've got this, this idea for a song for the album. And I don't know, but he said, it's either a really, really great idea, or it's just really stupid. <laughs> He said, it's either really brilliant or really stupid. I said, well, give it to me. And so he leaned in and he said, Mary had a little lamb. And I was like, oh my gosh, why hasn't anyone ever written that? Like the lamb of God. Mary had the lamb of God. And um, Oh, I love that. Yeah. And no one had ever thought to, to give it that, that slant or that angle which it makes so much sense. It makes total sense. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we ended up deciding to write that and sitting and, and uh, researching. I knew a lot about um, Mary and jo Joseph's journey to Bethlehem, just growing up in the church and hearing the story so many times. But, uh, you know, people don't think about uh, what... Mary must have been going through it like she was only like 13 or 14 years old. I don't know if a lot of people know that when she was carrying Jesus and they traveled for days with her on the back of a donkey. And can you imagine being nine months pregnant, you know, going through the desert and traveling on a donkey and probably very hungry, very thirsty, um, you know, not getting the nutrition that you would need being pregnant and um, also the stress and scrutiny of the, you know, the people that knew that she 
or maybe thought that she had laid with Joseph to become pregnant. And um, anyway, it's, there was just a lot that to think about when we were writing this song and it was very emotional to, to write it and imagine what they must have gone through um, to get to get to Bethlehem and have and get all the way there and then not be able to find any place to have this baby. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's what the song is about. And if we and if we think about the night, that's just so beautiful because we're coming up along to the 1221 portal, <clears throat> which for those of you who don't know, the Bethlehem star was the conjunction of Saturn and Jupiter and I believe Mars. Um, when, and that was the star that everyone was following to find baby Jesus. Uh, and we have this star coming up together, like Saturn and Pluto, uh, Saturn and Jupiter conjunction on the 21st. And you're, you've written about this star in your song. Yeah. So it's, yeah. So we talk about the, the star in the song and, and, and the wise men following the star, um, and if I understand correctly, I think I read that this is going to be visible for the first time in like 800 years, something like 800 years. Well, it's it's never been this bright. Um, they're coming so close to conjunction. It's I, it's almost completely zero degrees conjunction. I think it's 0 0.1. The Saturn, the Saturn Jupiter conjunction happens every 20 years, but they don't come this close and they haven't been in Aquarius for a very long time. And it's because it's just happening at the zero degrees on the winter solstice. It's just super auspicious. And, uh, it's really divinely, I think, you know, we couldn't have asked for a better year for this to happen. And guys, honestly, like, can we just say that? Um, but when you were telling the story there, before you get into the song, I think it's important for us to remember that it what must have been a very hopeless, almost hopeless feeling for Mary carrying Jesus and trying to find an inn, trying to find a place to have, to give birth and to, and to be able to lay down with the baby. Um, and that's kind of where we're at right now. We are on, so like not to give anything away guys, but I'm working on the 1221 portal activations and they mentioned a new birth um, in my, my channeled messages that I will be giving to you on the activation video. And we are on the on the precipice of a new birth in many ways for humanity. Um, what we're going through, things will never be the same. And I'll talk about this tomorrow with you guys, but humanity is going through a divorce of realities right now. And it's very difficult to let go of the old and allow something new to come in. And when there's a moment here where we're all seeing where many people are feeling hopeless or they're feeling really scared or they're really, really uncertain about what's happening in our world, it's always darkest before dawn. And when it was for them, just think about the light that came in with Jesus, the magical energy and the, the Christ consciousness energy that came through with his birth. And that's what we're on the precipice of right now. That's coming through on this 1221 portal. It's coming through at this time of year. And we've really got to anchor those energies in. So yeah, what a great parallel to, yeah, to think about. That's, yeah. that's true. We're, we're going through, you know, so many changes in our, uh, in our, in our bodies and the, and the planetary changes and the activations that are happening. And so, yeah, it's, um, definitely uh a good a good parallel to make it is so why don't you take us into the song i'm so curious to hear it now so that everyone else can hear it and i'll let you i'm going to turn my mic off so all you guys get is lala okay so this is called mary had a little lamb and uh it's a little more uh grand on the album with the full orchestra. So you definitely have to go either stream it or, or download it, but um, I'll play you the acoustic version. Mm -hmm. 
Weary travelers pace above you, young virgin with child a prophecy due on the word of the angels guided by faith for hungry wanderers surviving on graves. Enduring each step insufferable stride, entering the town with no sense of pride. Door after door, they turn them away to a cold, lonely barn. They were humble to stay. Only God's creatures made room on that day to witness our Lord being born in the hay, taken for beggars, treated as strays. Never a thought of the price he would pay for on that night in Bethlehem. Mary had a little lamb. Who cared to notice the star above, save for the magi seeking the one swaddled in different emotions through my body <laughs> thank you that's such a gorgeous song gorgeous gorgeous song so you wrote all of that yes how how were you feeling when you wrote that it was very it was a very emotional experience yeah to write that song um it was interesting when we started um just reading about um, Mary and Joseph's journey, we, uh, my co-writer co and I both felt like we kind of tapped into the experience, the emotion of it. 100%. And, um, yeah, it was almost, in a strange way, it was almost like a channeling experience. I, you definitely, I'm, you, you I, I've got, okay, <laughs> I can't even talk. <laughs> you have, I have total chills going down my entire body. You absolutely, I'm confirming it for you. All my guys are saying, yes, you channeled into the moment. Yeah, it was amazing. 
really and was. so you you just brought that moment home for all of us to feel through that song. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. That's really powerful. Yeah. It's, so yeah, that um, like I said, that and one other song are are the two um, kind of spiritual aspects of the album, um, and then the rest of the album is is uh, more kind of in the secular vein and mm -hmm. more of the the big band swings vein. So, and I can't really; those songs are so jazzy. I have not really wrapped my my brain around playing those on guitar or piano but eventually <laughs> <laughs> you'll get there yeah you'll they're get hard there. to play the jazzy ones are really hard to play well i feel like in a time where oh the old systems are coming down i feel like more than ever we need to be supporting individual artists you know, those who are really bringing work that is of the light to all of us that doesn't have deeper agendas that of corruption. <laughs> and yours is so pure and so beautiful and so full of light. And I hope that everyone who can afford to please support Lala's work. All of the links to get access to her songs or her album are in the description below. Um, I think it's important oh, and I that... Do I do have physical CDs too available if anyone um, would like an actual physical CD. Um, if you'll reach out to me and just um, DM me on one of the socials, I would love to send you a, a CD. My, my parents probably want one. They literally okay. brought up their, um, oh my gosh, you know, they really literally brought up their cd player from the basement and they were playing like a mixed cd that i think i i maybe i burned for them one year i don't know and i'm looking at going why are you why are you using that i'll just play it on spotify for you <laughs> <laughs> and they're like what and i'm like and i'll get you a bluetooth speaker what <laughs> but they you know like you know how it is like you, some people just want their old school ways it's yeah, nostalgic some people want the want the hard copy it's kind of like me with, I, I like a book. Yes, like I, agree. I I love audiobooks and I love listening to audiobooks. But even then, I usually like, I like to have the, the physical book that I can hold and look at and highlight. And I'm just a, a weird, I'm a geek that way. Um, but yeah, some people want the hard copy CD and I can accommodate. And next year for Christmas, I will have vinyl. So Ooh. if anyone wants to purchase a vinyl album next year, I will have that available. I think vinyl's so great. There's something yeah. about the sound that comes off vinyl that I, don't I know. know. I love it. I've got all my parents' uh, old vinyl albums too. Yeah, and and so I've got a, a record player in my hallway, and I just I love to play all their their old records. It just I don't it's know. a time traveler. It's just, it is. It really is a time traveler. I, I feel like it's almost like vinyl is definitely some sort of technology that that, that helps us time travel. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you were telling me earlier that you were in the um, Opry. Did you play? Oh, yeah, I did. I, I um, yeah, I got to play the, the Grand Old Opry three times last year and also um, once the end of 2018. Um, that was my, my first time playing the Opry. It was really cool. I don't know if, um, if any of your listeners are familiar with uh, that familiar with the Grand Old Opry, but it's a, first of all, it's a huge honor to get to, to play the Grand Old Opry. Um, and we have the Grand Old Opry house here in Nashville, um, out at the, the Opryland resort, but we, uh, the original Grand Old Opry was, uh, took place in the Ryman Auditorium, which is an old historic auditorium uh, and church that's downtown Nashville and um, in the city. And so every year around Christmas time, they do the Opry at the Ryman. They take it back to the original Opry house at the Ryman. So my very first time getting to play the Grand Old Opry actually ended up being at the Ryman Auditorium, which was very, very special. 
And then the, the next three times I played it were at the Grand Old Opry House. But, but the reason that I got to do that, um, I, I don't know if any of um, any of your any of your listeners in the chat uh, have ever saw the show Nashville. It was um, it was on for five seasons. It was on ABC. Uh, it was a very popular show on ABC, and then I think it, the last couple of seasons it went to uh, CM, CMT, I think. Um, but the guy who played the lead on the show Nashville, he played a character named Deacon, and uh, he his name is Charles Esten, and the actor's name is Charles Esten, and he lives here in Nashville, and he and I uh, co-write together, and so... Um, the first time I ended up getting to play the Grand Old Opry um, was because uh, this is a, actually a really cool story. I'm going to tell this story. So if we have time, do we have oh, time? Oh, yeah, please do. Please do. Okay. So it was Christmas time, um, 2018, and I was at home at my sister's house in Maryland, and um, and my co-writer called me. I, so there were two co-writers on this particular song. It was Chip Esten, Charles Esten, and another friend of mine, Andrew Rollins, who lives out in California. Well, Andrew called me and he said, hey, what are you doing? I said, hey, I'm up in Maryland at my sister's house over the holidays. And he said, oh, he said, okay, bummer. I said, why? And he said, well, Chip is um, playing the Grand Old Opry tonight. And, um, and I just thought, you know, if you were at home in Nashville, you should call him up and see if he could possibly, you know, get you a, a ticket to come to the show because he's going to play our song. And, um, and it just so happened that I was flying home that evening, but I wasn't going to get in until nine o'clock that night. Um, and so I was like, oh, man that would be so amazing to get to see a song that I co-wrote being debuted on the stage of the Grand Old Opry. That would be such a huge thing for me. And um, so I got off the phone with Andrew and I was talking to my sister and, um, and I, you know, I said to my sister, I'm like, I wonder if I should try to change my ticket and fly home earlier, just on the, you know, just on the chance that, that Chip might be able to get me in to be able to see our song being performed. <clears throat> and my sister said, you know what? I think you should try to change your ticket. Just, you know, I mean, even if it costs like 75 bucks or whatever, just see if you can get, can get home early enough and, and if he can get you in. So I went ahead before I even talked to, to Chip about it, I went ahead and I changed my ticket so that I was getting in at 3 p.m. instead of 9 p.m that day. In the meantime, I, um, I texted Chip and I said, Hey, I said, I heard that you're doing our song on the Grand Old Opry tonight. And um, he wrote me back. I hadn't even asked yet if he could get me, you know, a seat. He wrote me back and he said, yeah, you want to sing? And I was like, yes 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 oh my god oh my god <laughs> so um so not only did i get to go but that ended up being my grand old opry debut and um that was yeah it was an amazing experience and then the next time i sang on the opry it was with chip again but that this the the following time it was um a song that we co-wrote that was an actual duet so the first time I was just singing harmonies with him, but the second time I was like there, right there with him mm -hmm. in the circle. There's a circle that you get to stand in when you're kind of like the featured performer on the Opry. And, um, and uh, so that one was a duet. So it was, um, it was, it was just a really, really amazing experience. And the energy on the stage of the Grand Old Opry is, is really just something that you have to experience to be able to really believe how intense it is and how amazing it is. Oh, so, yeah. Well, I great. love 
isn't your story just a, a, a lesson for all of us that when opportunity knocks, there is a part of you that has to do the work to make sure you show up just as much and look where that took you. Yeah, right. It didn't just get exactly. you in the door. It got you on the stage. It did. It did. That's so amazing. amazing. That's really amazing. I love that. Very grateful. And this is what's, and this is really what's happening right now at this time of year. The energies that are kind of flooding in, there's so much possibility. There's so much potential. There's major upgrades coming in. Spiritually, people are awakening. There's more activating codes for DNAs and anything's possible if you show up Mm -hmm. for it. And it's such a great time. So I know you only wanted to, you were only going to do the one song live, but there are a couple people in the audience who are asking if you'll sing one more. And I don't know if you want to. So do you want to sing one more? I know you've got one more you can do live. I can try to do Gather the Angels. I'll probably mess it up, but I messed up Mary Had a Little Lamb too. Well, none of us knew. So yeah, well. I'm we want to. Uh, we'll finish up with. We'll we'll give it a shot. We'll see what you do. And um, this one talks about the star too. Oh, does it? Well, a star. A star. Okay. It, it talks. No, it talks about the star actually. It does. And what's this one called again? The star of Bethlehem. This is called Gather the Angels. Gather the Angels. All right, guys. Yeah. You get one more. And see how uh, I do on this. All right, I'm muting. I'm not sure if this is the key I do it in, but we'll try. Gather the angels to light up the star. Wise men to follow with gifts from afar For a babe in a manger Wrapped in belief The heavens rejoice singing Born is the King Lift up your voices this child Before us brings hope And light to the world Come ye believers, behold your Redeemer, this infant, our Savior, our Lord. Gather the angels, majesty's choir, singing his praises, exalting him high. Born to the ones he's been sent here to save, holy of holies bestowing his grace. Lift up your voices, this child before us brings hope and light to the world. Come ye believers, behold your Redeemer, this infant, our Savior, our Lord. Lift up your voices, this child before us brings hope and light to the world. Come ye believers, behold your Redeemer, this infant, our Savior, our Lord. Gather the angels and all who believe. Born is our Savior, Redeemer, and King. Oh, yay! (laughs) Oh, my goodness. It's so good. Thank you. That was such a good way to end the show. I love it. Oh, girl, your music is so good. And I love that you write your own music, too. That's so special that it's original Christmas music. And... I, I, you know, I really gotta, I gotta drive this point home for those of you who missed the, the first one that she did that was live, Marietta Little Lamb. 
that song, she literally tuned into the energy of the birth of baby Jesus and the whole moment, everything there. Like she literally tuned into that vibration. She channeled it. You got to get that song, (laughs) you know, and I think we all need to like listen to it, not just on Christmas Day, but on the 1221 portal um, when the stars conjunct and the star that he was born under. The planets conjunct. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's that's so powerful. Well, thank you, Nicole. Thank you so much for having me on tonight. This has been really a blessing for me to get to share this hour with you and everyone in the chat. Yeah, they all loving it. It's just it's it the chat is just blowing up with all kinds of hearts and stars and different colors. Oh, everything. good. I'll have to go back and watch it after yeah, the fact. I know, I know. So um just Talk tell the me. audience I've left all the details in the description, but just let the audience know where they can find your music, how they can sure. reach you, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um so I'm I, uh, my website is www.laladeaton.com, which is just my name. Um, Lala, like Lala Land, Deaton, D-E-A-T-O-N. Um, all of my socials pretty much are uh, my Instagram and my Twitter and my Facebook music page are all at Lala Deaton Music. Um, I also have a Facebook page that's just Lala Deaton, um, which is my personal Facebook page, but come connect with me there too. Um, and then I have a YouTube channel, um, which I probably need to change it to Lala Deaton Music, but it's actually at Lala Land Italiano. <laughs> but you can just search for my name on YouTube and my channel will pop up. And I've got other Christmas videos on the, on the channel, other songs that, um, from the album that there are videos up for. So, um, Perfect. yeah, please connect with me. I would love to to be friends with every single one of you. Well, thank you so much for bringing your beautiful energy and your voice to the show, to the audience. It's been such a pleasure. Christmas is going, my house is going to be filled with your voice all Christmas long. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to the, yeah, thank you to the audience for being here. Sutterbuck, thank you for your super chat. I know you had, you've been playing cards with your mom. Uh, thank you for the super chat. Guys, I love you guys so much. I'll be back with you guys next week. Please take this time to really bring in the cheer. Make it magical. Tune into your inner child. Spend time with children. This is the time where we really have to bring Christmas alive. Keep the hope alive and know that You know, it's always darkest before dawn, but I know, I know the sun's going to be breaking through. And when it does, the warmth of this sun that's going to pour over this planet and humanity is going to be the most comforting and soul uplifting energy that we feel. I love you guys so much. Have a wonderful night. Thanks for listening and being such a supportive audience. All video episodes can now be found on my personal YouTube channel, Nicole Frolic. If you would like to further support the show, you can visit my merchandise shop or send any donations to the PayPal link in the description below. Remember, a mind is like a parachute. Unless it's open, it's useless. So keep joining me each week as I continue to expand the mind and explore life beyond this reality.